Hello, Claire here again. Is the kettle already on? Great. Before you have time to let the tea bag steep, I'll let you know what's coming up on this episode of the Space Arts Podcast. Today we're talking distribution, specifically for digital projects, be that podcasts, live streams, online performances, and many more. So perhaps you've made this amazing thing. Well, now what? The magic bullet is knowing how you get more than your mom to listen. Some of the things we'll dig in today. Planning versus overthinking. What do we mean by partners? And how best to approach your social media marketing for your next project? A little bit on every platform or perhaps a focused single channel? This time round, our host is the brilliant Linda Cockburn, who's our programme manager at The Space. She's been speaking to Dom Kennedy and Sarah Fortescue. I'll hand the baton over to Linda to make the formal introductions. Hello, Sarah. Hello, Dom. Really nice to see you both. Um, I'm going to ask, start by getting you to introduce yourselves and a bit of the work that you do. So sort of give people a context of what we're doing today. Sarah, I can start with you. Do you want to tell us about yourself and your, your work at this space? Yeah, so um, I'm Sarah Fortescue and I work across distribution across all of the space projects, um, whether that's getting a wider audience for new projects online or extending. So looking into further opportunities for existing bits of work. And I also manage our distribution associates, which is a nice segue to Dom. Hello. So I'm Dom. I'm a digital arts consultant. I work mainly with marketing and distribution. I usually work in arts, culture and heritage. A lot of what I do is around looking at creating content strategies or distribution distribution strategies with companies. Much of the time it's kind of setting up a project, a project that's about to kind of be funded, or also it might be kind of going into individual companies, delivering mentoring sessions and such. Lovely. Sarah, so when you meet organisations or have conversations with people who want to use online to distribute their work, what kinds of questions do people ask you? Really, people come to me with one um, big question, which is how to get as many people as possible to to watch the work. And then after an initial discussion, that is normally split into three or four main questions. So how to keep up with changes in the platforms um, and how to allocate social spend. And then another big one is whether the different platforms sort of split attention so whether it's best to host the work centrally or across different places all of these things really depend on where your audiences currently are and what the platforms offer so it's a really good idea to get a good understanding of what each platform offers at this time so if you if you've got your audiences are you know you've got 15,000 people on Facebook then it's probably quite a good idea to stay there because the platform offers quite a lot of built-in functionality. If you've got a large following on YouTube or you want to cast like a really big production onto the TV, then YouTube is the platform for you. But it completely depends on the project. So if it's a short-form project, a five-minute beautiful dance film, probably put it everywhere except Twitter, which has a limit. 
um, just because of the nature of that work and the short online attention spans, you know, people will stick with that kind of content uh, on the platform they're currently using. If it's an app, uh, we work with quite a lot of apps at the moment, or a full length production, then your campaign is going to be geared towards your supporting assets. But I'd say uh, the overall advice that I have is that I know that there's like a fine line between planning and sort of overthinking all of this stuff. So on the one hand, you've got people putting stuff up on YouTube and hoping for the best, which can be a fairly um, soul destroying uh, way to go about things when you then look at the results. And then on the other hand, you've got sort of big specialist websites being set up for one campaign or brand new TikTok with a new handle uh, that's show specific to promote everything and just um, not really kind of focusing on looking at your existing resource which is what i think a good distribution campaign is all about looking at what you've got in house uh, so your staff time what budget you've got available to you what you can bring in including freelancer time allocating some stuff for social spend looking at your existing followings what you've already got your existing relationships with other artists with platforms people you want to work with and then realistically pairing that with what you want to achieve. And that is really uh, how we work at the space, kind of going through with organisations, producers, artists, and sort of setting those realistic targets with what they've already got. Thank you, Sarah. Dom, when we were sort of setting up this talk, you said to me that you, I was asking what you what you wanted to get out of it, and you said, Gosh, there's so much potential for people to get more out of their dis online distribution than they do. Do you want to say a bit more about that? Kind of what, what, what you're hoping to get from this? Yeah, I think well, one of the main things with distribution is kind of really understanding what it is. And the, like the, the basis of it is just trying to kind of expand the ways you can get your work out there to these audiences. You know, like, like Sarah was saying about it, you know, looking at your existing audiences and looking at new audiences as well it's, it's sometimes it's not necessarily about going completely in one direction uh, there is kind of you know moderation and one of the things i think is 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 really important as well is is knowing that you can have this trial and error it, if it is something you are kind of looking to improve on you know it's not necessarily that you you, you might be getting something's you know you're trying something and getting it wrong but it's kind of you're trying different avenues multiple different avenues of ways to kind of go forward and it might be that three of the five ways you kind of try might not work or might not give as kind of good results as you're looking for but those two new ones you do try as well or that one old one you're doing in a slightly different in a new way gives you much much better results so i think a lot of what i'm kind of trying to talk about today is is kind of being aware of the changes um but kind of like looking at ways you can kind of perhaps experiment with distribution as well some of the things we've looked at in the space over the past few years especially since like throughout the pandemic years uh, yeah i think that's how we'd call it and kind of what we've learned through like audience habits there as well. And we kind of got a bit of a, essentially a template of how we work with companies. Okay, lovely. Thank you very much. So thinking about the template. Okay. So be aware of changes and experiment and try things out. Okay. Uh, Dom, just, just to clarify, Sarah's already been talking about the work. Could you just define for us when we, we're talking about distributing your work, what are you talking about when you think about the work? 
yeah I, I think as an artist you know you, you you're the artist then you'll create this work and the work I kind of see as um very kind of like a project specific you know it's not the kind of content you're kind of you might be putting out there every day it, it's not you kind of in the studio or something like this it's very much the the finished work it might be a booking link to a paid experience or it could be like an online exhibition a podcast or something like that and distributing it is really about getting that work in front of an audience realizing how the audience engages with the work and you kind of finding that and moving towards that does that make sense? I think I think like like um, finding the medium with which the audience kind of best consumes the work. Yeah. Okay. So it's just thinking, so it, it might be it could be an exhibition, it could be a podcast, it could be a play that's being performed. But what we're talking about here is projects rather than an ongoing. Yeah, I think it's important to differentiate the work um, and how to specifically get that work. You know, get the kind of the the finished article to your audience and the ways you should distribute that, the ways you can share that, um, effective ways to share it, not just kind of putting it on Facebook and kind of hoping that someone might see it. Um, but the main focus of it is the distribution plan. Great, thank you. I wondered whether finding partners is really sort of critical to success is there anything more to finding partners than being organized and out there and looking for stuff is there any sort of particular tips or advice you'd give to people how they find the partners to work with I would say um you know obviously a lot of the artists here are probably consumers of art themselves and a good place to start or aim is where you have seen um, people whose work you admire where did you see that and the same is for for partners I you know when I started uh, at this place as an associate I think people thought that I had this like massive network of people that I just regularly work with and we sort of pulled in favors it's not the case they're uh, they're fresh approaches for each project so please don't be afraid of reaching out to people you know if it's another artist they're typically very uh, happy to help and also if it's if it's like a special interest group it can be really refreshing actually to have an approach from an artist with a film or a piece of music so yeah i'd say don't don't be shy and the other questions sort of going back to something that you both said quite early on and just to get the clarity on this we've, we've been talking a lot about how you kind of you work with social media and sort of talking about the work and getting more attention to it you know what's your sort of current thinking on whether you put the actual work in one place or whether you distribute things in multiple places because sort of there might be two different perspectives on it yeah my thing it really is informed by the platform that you're working with and the type of content that it is my argument for putting it in as many different places as possible is that so for example i I haven't had Facebook for about six years. So by putting something in that space, I might not necessarily be able to see it. And I know that the same is you know, true of, of other audiences. So I think by casting the net a bit wider and sort of making it available on the different channels, you're opening it up. But I appreciate that that might, in terms of signposting, it presents some issues and you might actually just want to use as many platforms as possible for your supporting content and then to keep the value of the work that you're putting out there you might want to host that just on one place like, you know whether it's youtube or whatever you think um the platform is best suited to you so yeah there are arguments sort of for and against i think it's completely unique 
to the piece of content, what you're trying to do with it. I actually agree with that. I, I think that it it is good to get it out on as many platforms as possible. From a day-to-day focus, I think that, that it's almost like a slightly different uh, question. And what I would say is that if, if you have got a project coming out, get that main info across all, all the platforms if you can. But don't think you have to be the best on all the platforms on a day-to-day basis. If you're much comfortable on Twitter, that's great. Like learn more about Twitter and be and increase your audience on Twitter. On kind of Facebook and on the others, do kind of run through the motions with it. I think like, although you should try and cast this wide net across all platforms and even from a way as, as well that it might be that a partner, you might not have Twitter or might not be very good at Twitter, um, but it's still good to have that account. You do have this presence as it were across as many platforms as possible. But I, I re- from a day-to-day idea of having to you know post on it every day or think about campaigns on them every day if you're really good at one or two that's great kind of focus on that and, and if you and if you're not you know good at any of them what i would say is focus on kind of which is the one you you most enjoy or you most like spending your time on and kind of try and get better at that one don't kind of think you have to do everything all at once because i think you'll find as well once you kind of get better at one you know, you might be able to kind of then go, oh, this is a doddle now. This is really easy now. I can then move on to other stuff. A lot of what we see on Instagram, which I find quite interesting as well, especially by artists who are necessary, like non-visual, like, um, or who like writers, they're just kind of putting Instagram posts up of their tweets, which is great. And, you know, they're getting loads of likes and loads of interaction with it. That's fine as well. You know, like there is ways to kind of use these platforms once you have an audience, you know, once you've kind of got good at doing something else that, you know, you can kind of, I suppose, bend the rules with. But I, th- I think my main point about this is don't think you have to be like the master at all of them. Try and kind of get better at one and kind of see it as getting better as well. Get better every project. Lovely. Sarah, what, is there anything else that you wanted to say to people? Um, not really. I think really to echo uh, what Dom was saying like so dom's obviously run through quite a lot there something that really uh, strikes me about distributions that people find it really overwhelming especially if they're an independent artist it feels like something else that they need to do but it really pays off so i would just really echo what dom said about sort of finding the one platform or the one project and starting small and building up don't try and take everything on at once if you only have a bit of time or a bit of budget then just scale it down thank you Dom I don't know if there was any other thoughts that you had just to to finish off with no I mean really like follow accounts which will say like check out this, this is Linktree, this will help you do X, Y, Z, or there might be accounts, say if you're working out how to do reels, follow an account on Instagram that kind of is teaching you how to do reels. All these kind of things do exist out there on these platforms. And I think it's a good way of kind of having that, you know, it's not necessarily like you have to kind of have a project and then the week before it go, right, I need to learn everything about reels. It's much better to have this much longer term approach to growth and kind of think like, like, well, I'm going to start learning about reels now because I know that in four months, six months, I'm going to have a campaign and it might be good to kind of do some reels. Stuff kind of like this kind of longer term, but bit by bit growing with different platforms is much more helpful to you, much more realistic with the t- kind of time constraints you have. Like, you know, you've got to do a thousand other things as well. So learning a little bit every day uh, can go a long way. Great. Thank you. Um, That feels to me like a very good um, place to stop. 
So I wanted to say thank you to Sarah and to Dom for sharing their insights so generously. Thank you, everybody. Brilliant. Great to hear from people in the know. And that's just a taster of some of Linda, Sarah and Dom's conversation from our webinar series. I'd highly recommend watching the extended version of that conversation, which includes a presentation by Dom on what a successful distribution plan really involves. The link to do that is in the episode description, as is the Spaces Online Audiences Toolkit. More do's and don'ts, pros and cons, and plenty of guidance around the subject of distribution if you wish to read more. Until next time, keep sipping those brews, keep dreaming big, whatever your next creative venture may be. Bye for now. Thank you.